Welcome to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank, more in South Oklahoma City's only hyper-local sports podcast. Before we get to this week's episode, we'd like to thank all the sponsors who make this podcast possible. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely by taking small steps toward a life of love and impact. First United Bank, here to inspire and empower you along the way. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes from 8 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. at both their Norman and Midwest City locations. Visit orthocentralok.com for details. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. Southmore High School pulled off a really challenging feat this spring. The Sabercats slow pitch softball team roared through the postseason to claim a 6A state slow pitch championship, providing a nice match for the team's fast pitch title last October. Coach James Lingo, Alexis Hernandez, and Taylor Glime join us to talk about the Sabercats' rampage to victory this spring. Hey, we're here in the like the command center for <laughs> Southmore Sabercat softball. This is where it all comes together, where the brain trust of uh, the Lingo brothers kind of men put together their plans for state softball domination, which is exactly what happened this year. Yep. Fast pitch state title in the fall, but now um, I'm sitting here with with James and Lexi and Taylor. And you guys are still glowing, obviously, after your slow pitch victory. So I'm going to start with you, Coach. Tell me, how does it feel to have that ring? Well, it feels really good. Um, you know, these girls worked really hard. It's, it's kind of easy sometimes to let your guard down in the spring. Uh, but these girls stayed focused throughout. You know, we had our bumps in, in the road like any normal team does. But, you know, they got they got it together after a – got a – Got whipped pretty good by Washington on our home field, and uh, since then they played pretty well and, and probably played their best softball the last day of the season. Yeah, um, Lexi Taylor, how are you guys feeling? I'm feeling amazing. Well, this was technically my first time playing in state because I haven't got to play a lot, or for fast pitch I didn't get to play because of injuries and stuff like that. But feeling, I'm feeling amazing, getting to actually play and win a state title. Feels good to add to another one. Now we got three. Um, I feel like this was more like proving to people that like we are good and like we're not just hated for no reason. Like just more proving ourselves rather than anything else. Now, Coach, you mentioned getting whipped by Washington. That'll get your attention. It seemed like you guys, and this is a question for all of you guys, it seemed like you went through this place there kind of mid-season to right before the playoffs where it was like hey we're really good oh we really suck hey we're really good oh we really suck it was a roller coaster first question on that what did that teach you what did you guys learn from that roller coaster ride well i know our last very down moment we had a meeting in the locker room and we all came together and we were like this is what we need to work on. This is what we need. This is what we need to do to win. And we put everything on the board. We wrote it all down. And ever since that talk, we skyrocketed. That's when everything got better. We were hitting all the time. We were more consistent, talking, everything was a lot better since that day. Exactly what Lexi said. <laughs> and, and to piggyback on that, you know, teams are going to be good some days and not so good some days. So that's not that's normal. Uh, but just like you said, Rob, we got into a little funk there, and, and the girls, like Lexi said, came together. And from that point on, it just seemed like 
know, sometimes it takes a loss like that to, you know, get, refocus your attention a little bit. So, you know, Washington's really good. I mean, they want it in fast and slow too. So we know, and, and they, they did it. I think what upset the girls more than anything is that they did it on our home field in our own festival. So like, like, like Lexi said, they had a meeting and from there on out, I don't know what was said in it. It was a players only meeting, but whatever <laughs> they said, it was really good. And I'm glad they did. Wait, so you're telling me you didn't push and pull the buttons to make them suddenly achieve at a higher level? No, and if any coach says they do, they're, they're probably lying to you. It's, it's mostly our players that do that kind of stuff. And like I said, they, I mean, they don't like losing either, so they're going to do anything they can to, to fix it. Yeah, But, you know, you guys, obviously, you have a talented team. And we saw that in the fall, and we saw that early in the season in slow pitch. You've got great defense. You've got people that can hit. Um, let's be honest, slow pitch pitching really is just, you know, getting the right arc and getting across a plate. But pitching and hitting, you guys have all the pieces. Um, talk to me now about going into the playoffs because you guys seem to be running on nitrous oxide or whatever, you know. It was all of a sudden you're just swinging the bat, you're playing well. How did that, that trend? You talked about the meeting, but tell me more about that transition, the first game where you just. 12 runs in one inning, I think you had. It was it was a lot. I know I know that. And and I'll start first, but there, our, our, that day our girls were are hitting on another level than what we had been. You know, I could have probably just settled there at third base and well, that's basically what I did is, you know, stop and go and but I probably didn't even need to do that. We were hitting it all over the place. It was fun to watch. Um, you know, is it and like you say, our defense has really been consistent the last several years. Uh, so we usually played pretty decent defense, if not really good defense, most of the time. So once we got our hitting going, it was we were pretty much. You know, I knew we could be the best team there if we got our hitting going. Yeah, let's let's go back to that first game at the state tournament. I mean, you're playing at Hall of Fame Stadium. What was it like to come out there and just blow the blow the place up? It was amazing. I think um, the very first like. Our problem was just um, not speaking. Like we always didn't talk that much until we finally started screaming in the dugout, getting hype, and then once one person, which is our starter, uh, starting off at bat is Talon. Once she gets a good hit, we all fall into the next cheering, going, and everything just gets put together, and then all of us are on a roll. That's basically, yeah, <laughs> that sounds real good. I, and also, like, we've played with each other for so long. A lot of us even grew up playing together. So I feel like it's good that we have done that and we all can trust each other. And we know what we're all capable of doing. And we just, we know how to lean on each other when we kind of need it. We know how to pick people up. And so, yeah. How great was it to see Talon finally come out of her shell. I mean, she's always so quiet and non-competitive. Yeah, right. <laughs> finally blow up. Oh. Obviously, I'm joking. Yeah. And she's not the only emotional player you guys have. You guys have some players that play with emotion. No, and that's good. And like you said, like Talon, she's, she's done that since she was a freshman. And that's and like Lexi said, when when they, we start, I mean, like Taylor said, when they, we start hitting and she leads us off with a hit, it's like it's contagious. Everybody starts ripping it. And um, but to, to see us hit that well for three straight games was was fun to see as a coach, and I'm sure it was fun to see as as fans as well. Now, semifinal game, it's Battle of the Big Cats. What was that like? Going okay now. What, Almost every year we get a rivalry game at the semis. Yeah. How, how great was it to have a rivalry game in the semis? Um, it was a pretty amazing because a lot of people thought that they were going to come out and beat us since we've already beat them three times. So they thought it was like 
their time to happen, but it wasn't. Like, we just kept going and going and ended up winning. I also feel like because, like, y'all were rivals, you know, on the field and stuff, but, like, outside of school, we're all pretty close. We all know each other. We're all friends, talk to each other. So it's, it was, like, a fun game. It was yeah. fun to get into because at the end of the game, we were all talking and hugging each other. So I think it was really good. And that's one of the things. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Jack. We have so much respect for Moore and Westmore every year and, and fast and slow. You know, you never – even when our kids win and then even when Moore or Westmore beat us, it's always usually close. Um, that was a little anomaly. That usually doesn't happen. I think it snowballed on Moore a little bit the other day. But we have so much respect for them that our kids usually play well when we play against those people because, they want, number one, they want to win. Obviously, it's their rival. But, you know, they're so good that they have our focus. And how can you not be focused whether it's Moore or anybody else in the semifinals? We're going to be focused. And that's one of the things I've noticed about softball around here is that you guys are hyper-competitive with the city rivalries. <laughs> yeah. But the moment the game's over, you guys are friends. Yeah. You you celebrate with your teammates, but then there's that kind of respect and friendship that you talk about. Tell me a little bit more about the culture of softball and more, because let's be honest, kids, the axis of the earth runs through more when it comes to high school softball in Oklahoma. It turns here. It's pretty amazing how good all three schools are most years in, in both sports. It really is. And I've talked to my brother about it just sitting in the office before thinking, man, I just don't see how consistently all three of these teams are so good. And, and since since Southmore got good about 10, 10 years ago, it's just been every year, you know, I know Westmore's won, won a couple fast and slow, and, and obviously we, we have. And more, like we said, more is always really, really, really good. So it's pretty it's pretty amazing. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if it's – I mean, obviously it's it's our, our, our little leagues are, are good. Our travel teams really do a good job. And the parents here more take it serious. And when they take it serious and they get up to, the, to high school, it makes our job a lot easier. Tell me about your parents taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up, my dad was my coach, my dad, my two uncles. So they've always taken it really seriously. I myself have taken it seriously. Just because I was raised like and grew up playing, preaching perfection. You want to be perfect at anything you do. So I feel like every time I step on the field, I'm ready. It's sort of that thing. You know, when you get on the field, no one's your friend. You want to win. You're there for a reason. So that's more my mindset every time I step on the field is just perfection. You want to be perfect every time. In my mindset, um, I never like to do badly. I get mm, hard on myself. I am hard on myself. Like if I do a poor performance, I know I can do better. And I don't know. That's how my parents – I've been playing softball since I was three. So ever since that. And how cool pushed. is it, though, that – you know, when you play your rivalry games here, you know you're playing against people that have those same kind of attitudes. What what kind of difference does that make for you guys playing? This just makes me feel like I know they're going to be bringing their game as well. Like, just because I'm bringing my game, I know they are too. I have to play at a high standard just like they want to play at a high standard. So I just know it's really anyone's game, just who's going to push harder, who's going to hit better, who's going to have no errors on defense, who's going to have that base hit when we need it, like who's going to start the rally. So it's all just everything all put together. Anything to add to that, Taylor? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Well, also with like rivalries, like those are the biggest games. Like obviously everybody, like both teams want to win. So both people are going to do the best that they can be. And then whoever comes out on top, whoever does it better, like Lex said. All right, so let's go to the title game now. It's Choctaw, and there's no love lost between you guys and Choctaw either. Um, 
you guys have the good first inning. Choctaw comes back, takes the lead. It looks like it's going to be one of those kind of games. Tell me what was going through your mind those first few innings out there as you're playing against the Choctaw, the beloved Choctaw Yellow Jackets. Well, and you're right. Choctaw and us have played some competitive games over the past several years, and um, we have a lot of respect for their program over there. And just like you said, first inning, you know, we came out on fire, but then they came right back. And, and that's when I thought to myself, okay, this is going to be a game in the finals like what we thought it would because they're so good. I mean, they had beaten us twice during the, during the year, and we'd only beaten them once. So it was uh, – we knew they were, we knew it was going to be a good game, and, and that was just kind of started. And then, you know, I don't know, something switched up to switch to where, you know, we got our bats going, our, our pitching and defense, you know, started – you know, taking care of business and um, to hold them to what was it? Three more runs the rest of the game. Is that right? Three more runs the rest of yeah, the game. Bellas. That was pretty pretty good. And and six of those came off of Bella. you know Bella Butler's three home runs. So um, so yeah, our our we knew. I mean, going into the game, we thought it was going to be a good game. We thought it was going to be nip and tuck. We just happened to pull away. All right, so. You heard him earlier say he doesn't really coach you guys. <laughs> Somewhere in that game, the the switch got flipped. Yes. What? How did you guys go from this is going to be a close game to we will break you? Well, I think like once they came out and they had scored our runs and we were close, we were just kind of like we can't keep it a close game. If we want to win, we know they have the ability. If it was a close, they could potentially win, and we knew we did not want that to happen. So we knew we just had to apply the pressure every chance we got and keep it on them so that we could just keep them where they were and we could just keep progressing each inning. Yeah, especially because they had already beaten us twice, and it was, it was very high energy. Yes, so we just we knew what we had to do to get it done. And we talked about being a home team. You, you know, you're always in slow pitch. You're always scared. The home team got last abs. You know, you know it can be a you know you guys you know it can, we can score seven eight runs in a, in an inning if things start going good. So you never feel safe, especially with a team like Choctaw. Yeah, I think Choctaw was probably one of our biggest competitors in state. Like I was a little nervous for the game, but then we came out on top. Like we we played the best games we did in state the yes. whole season. I think we. And so now you can just kick back, put bubble bath in the hot tub, <laughs> enjoy. Uh, what's it like now, winding down the last few weeks of school, the last few days of school, yep. knowing that you've got a double state championship this year? How do you take that in the future? Where are you going in the future, and how does that go with you? It feels good, honestly, to know that we're one of the few schools and programs that have done this and like everyone will know about us you know like it's gonna be up in the school forever like look me up and you'll find it but i mean i will i'm gonna go play college in kansas so i feel like those big games have probably helped you know i'm gonna be at a big field it's gonna be different environment and stuff so things do good for me I mean, these girls, we talk about they, they see me in their legacy. You know, winning, winning the same year is tough. It hasn't been done since I think we did it in 13, 14. And before that, I'm really not even sure when it was done. So, uh, if ever. So, um, you know, winning it winning it uh, in the same school year was something they put their mind to and, and got accomplished. And then, not only that, the winning it the fast pitch before and, you know, being so competitive for their these seniors four years. But... You know, they wanted they wanted something. They wanted a legacy to leave, and I, and I think they did, for sure. Yeah, and for my last – that was my last time, like my last game ever to play softball. So winning state was probably the best outcome it could have ever been. 
Well, Taylor, don't say yourself short. You'll be you'll be you'll be hitting some slow pitch. You know, oh, slow pitch games. Slow pitch leagues. You'll but be sitting like some slow pitch leagues some some places. College wise, down the line. We'll be playing for college. But, yeah. All right. Well, um, Coach Lexi, thanks so much for you guys. Really appreciate you taking the time. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and best of luck moving forward. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you what you do, Rob. Uh, Thanks once again for listening to Beyond the Game, sponsored by First United Bank. We're grateful for the support of all our sponsors. First United Bank, helping you spend life wisely. Norman Regional Health System, offering a free Saturday ortho clinic for high school athletes at their Norman and Midwest City locations. And Beneficial Automotive Maintenance, working to help you avoid costly car problems before they happen. You can listen to Beyond the Game wherever you get your podcast or online at moremonthly.com. We'll be dropping new podcasts weekly, and you can follow more monthly on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with the latest episodes. And while you're thinking about it, hit the like button and give us a rating and review. It helps spread the word about Beyond the Game to other listeners.